Hey friends, I have one thing to ask of you before this podcast begins. My heart behind my podcast is for it to touch as many women as possible so that they can grow in their faith and know that they are not alone on their journey to heaven. I can't do this without your help. So I want to encourage you to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share today's episode with just one friend who you think would grow by listening to today's conversation. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Hey there, I'm Whitney, your host of the Abundantly Yours podcast. I'm a wife, college student, and entrepreneur ready to strive for sainthood right alongside you. Jesus put this podcast on my heart as a way to serve you better, so I am so pumped that you are here. I'll be hanging with you every Monday and Thursday to chat all things discovering your purpose, cultivating a relationship with Jesus, and everything else in between. Are you ready to fully step into who God created you to be? Let's do this, girl. Hello, Francesca, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and to be a part of the Letters to Women series. So today's letter is to the woman struggling with body image. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this for so long. It's been on my calendar and I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited as well. So um, before we dive in, would you please introduce yourself? course. Uh, Hi, everyone. My name is Francesca. A lot of people call me Fran. Um, I don't really have like a specific ministry. I've been doing some Catholic blogging for the past like five years now. Um, I work in a corporate world and I just really enjoy bringing joy to (laughs) the women and men even online. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. I live near the Chicago area and it's been a blessing. So yeah. That's fun. I love it. Love it. So um, yeah, body image. What a topic this is, right? Like, I think like it's just like such a monster. And I think it's something as women, like, we all struggle with it, no matter how hard we try to avoid it, right? Like, there are those seasons where it's like, it hits us harder than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I guess if you have any like seasons of life, you want to share that you really struggled with this hard, you know, what did you feel like, um, just share any of those seasons of whatever is on your heart to share about. And I can do the same as well. But yeah, for uh, sure. yeah, I'll invite you to go first if that works for you. Yeah, that's great. No, I've been thinking a lot about this topic. Um, mm-hmm. I think when it comes to the different seasons, like you said, when it's hitting harder than others, I think a lot of it has to do with the literal seasons. Yeah. So like, especially if our body image is like, oh, it's almost summer. Mm-hmm. Um, am I quote unquote, summer ready, or, you know, it's the winter time and I'm covering up more. And am I covering up because it's out of modesty or is it because I'm ashamed of who yeah. I am? And for me, it's been a lot of majority, like there's so much that we could dive into with this. I think one of the biggest things for me is I was an athlete and then I wasn't yep. and like accepting the body changes that I've had mm-hmm. and learning to love myself, even when I saw these differences. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is definitely one that yeah. really hits close to home. Yeah, I would agree. And especially when you, when you made the athlete point, Yeah, I've been there, you know, like, um, I played volleyball and basketball in high school. Um, cause those were like the only sports oh, we wow. had <laughs> besides track. I just did not enjoy track. I, my school was so small. We actually did not have a legit track in our town. Oh my so God. We used the streets. <laughs> so crazy. Um, but yeah, like. You know, you go from having these, you know, set workouts and set um, um, practices and games and, you know, all these things to like nothing. And so, yeah, as your body changes because you're not going to be running for, you know, basketball two hours a day, you know, like, um, yeah, all these changes. And it was hard for me as well. Like, you know, like losing some of, you know, more of my muscle look, you know, more of the toned look. Um, was really hard and it's still something that I like struggle with sometimes of like what would I do to be in shape and to be able to run lines and the army drill and be fine I never thought I would say that like I actually miss conditioning like I didn't realize how much I loved having someone telling me what to do until it was totally up to me and like since this is you know Catholic podcast I really like want to drive that home too it's like the same thing with prayer like Unless you're like being told like in a catechism class or something like, you know, you should be doing this. Like it's a lot of, you know, self pushing and yeah, yeah, it can be really hard. 
that's where self-discipline comes in. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, getting on top of, you know, talking about exercise, you know, like, um, yeah, like sometimes, sometimes I struggle with self-discipline in all areas of my life. Like one thing I really want to work on for 2023 is to continue to like discipline myself in like the smallest of little ways. Like if there's like half of the sink is full of dishes to like do them and not procrastinate until the sink and the counter are full of dishes. Right. You know, but yep, totally agree with the athlete thing. And I'm sure so many other women relate um, to that. And especially like, you know, now being pregnant, the changes that I'm going through, and even like just as simple of like having swollen feet or like, you know, like the simplest of things. Yeah. The silliest little thing, but it's like, wow, like my feet are just swollen. They're not like fat, but it's like, it's just like embracing the woman. Right. And I sit, I work a corporate job, so I'm at a desk for like eight to nine hours a day. And it can be super challenging to just push yourself to like I make myself take the stairs there's the elevator but I'm like nope today I'm gonna take those stairs yeah yeah absolutely and I think um for me when I notice I struggle with body image is when I'm looking for other people's opinions for happiness Mm -hmm. or or, for validation or for you know what I mean yeah looking and searching for this for my worth that's when I struggle with body image the most is when when I'm not confident in who I am in Christ and with Christ, I'm not going to be like, that's when I start to be like, well, like I just need comfort. So I'm going to go on Instagram, which is the right. Oh yeah. Right. No, that's really, that hits home because, you know, I've done a lot of self-reflection the past year because I tore my ACL MCL meniscus. So I was Mm. bedridden pretty much for a few months. I spent a lot of time thinking about like body image and like what habits I formed, um, for example, I tend to hide when I'm ashamed or if I am not having that self-discipline, I don't talk to people about it. I don't even acknowledge it myself. I kind of just sit in my corner and, you know, kind of throw myself a pity party. And it can be really challenging to invite Christ and, and to let him love you when you don't feel like, well, I'm really struggling in this area and, you know, I should be making healthy choices, but, you know, it's easier just to avoid everything. Yep. Literally. Yeah. And that's like, when we can't love ourselves and we're like, how would Christ love me? Right. Mm -hmm. Like when we're just in this place of like, you know, I have one too many tummy rolls, but I'm like, you know, or like (laughs) like, my thighs jiggle too much or like these stupid little things (laughs) as women, we nitpick about ourselves. And I'm like, our bodies are beautiful, mm-hmm. like, absolutely beautiful in the way that just the Lord created them. I'm like, absolutely. how can he have created so many like systems within our body to all work together and not like start a dumpster fire and blow up? I mean, obviously like we have sicknesses and illnesses, but like yes. even if you go back to the simplest of like, we can put food in our mouth and eat it and then our body will break it down for energy. Like, exactly. how? like you know, it's all a miracle of life. Yep. <laughs> And so, you know, that, like that whole thing you just said, it really makes me think about when we're in these like moments of shame and these moments of, you know, we don't feel that we deserve Christ's love. Like, and how I say like, oh, I go into hiding. Mm -hmm. Just like how crazy, like he must be like, wait, 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 you're doing the opposite of what I want you to do. Like wants us to run to him. And a lot of the times we choose to push him away. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And in in that, we lose sight of what our bodies are for. Yes. Right. Instagram has made them your, um, well, society in general has turned, (laughs) your body is almost like a trophy in a way. Mm -hmm. If that's the right, I don't know if that's quite the right thing to picture it next to or whatever, but it's like Instagram. Totally. Yeah. You know, like we see these weight loss pictures, which is great because that takes, you know, those people are incredible, right? Like people who are determined and disciplined, like I'm not downplaying any of them, right. but we, when we were fixed on all, you know, we might follow all sorts of different health and fitness, beach body coaches, all sorts of different people on Instagram. Right. But that's when, you know, when we start to struggle with these thoughts about our bodies, when we forget what the purpose of our body mm-hmm. is, right? Like our body is to house our soul. Like yeah. how beautiful is that? Like we have this opportunity to take care, um, of our soul through our body, right? Mind, body, soul. We hear that all the time. 100%. Um, 
and how they're all linked together. And so it's like, when we start to focus on like, oh, my body's too fat or this and this and this, it's like, no, like my body's not only keeping me alive, but it's also the home for my soul in which, you know, has the opportunity to be in heaven with Christ someday. Have you ever thought about how many different skincare products you've used over your lifetime? I know I've tried so many and have mostly been left feeling frustrated that nothing actually works. Either my face doesn't feel clean, I break out, it smells weird, my face burns, and sometimes the list just keeps going on. And all while knowing there are ingredients in the products that are often harmful to my skin and hormones. Can you relate to this? Because I sure can. Until now. I have found the best product. This line of skincare is completely toxin-free and the ingredients are certified organic. Like seriously, what could get better than this? I used to have pimples from body oil and sweat pop up all over my face all the time. But once I started using Crunchy and using it consistently, my skin hasn't ever looked this good. I've never been more confident wearing zero makeup and I don't have to use a single filter on social media. You deserve that too. Our skincare sets are the perfect way to get started with your clean skincare routine and you can get $10 off the already discounted bundles when you use my link in the show description. Right. And that's like where comparison just comes in and attacks us. Yeah. Because, you know, like you just said, like Christ created us individually, our own souls, our own person, and it's beautiful to see other people's journeys, but... God didn't create us to follow exactly what someone else did because everybody's path is so different. And I think that's where I struggled with the most is I would see things like I lost 200 pounds or uh, these quick fixes and like these 21 day fixes and all of like those programs. And it's like, I would try them or do something. And I'm like, okay, I didn't get those results. Um, Therefore I'm a failure. Like that's where the spectrum goes. It's always very extreme. And it's, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And we see someone else's journey, right? We see someone else's exercise path and their, their, their journey. Right. And then we were like, well, she lost 10 pounds in three months, so I can do the same, but it's like, okay, back up because like everyone's metabolism is different. And I'm not going to get into anything scientific because I have an art degree. So. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it's like, you know, just thinking of all those, you know, more like scientific things within our body of how we, all of our bodies are made up, you know, differently of like, you know, this probably sounds so not right. There's probably scientific people learning or listening, but like, you know, like, like your iron levels and all those sorts of different levels and things in your body and the food you're consuming, right? So like, there's so many factors that play into how your body will lose weight. And like, you know, some people's, some people, um, you know, hold on to fat in their tummy, some people to their butt, like everyone, everyone's body is built different. Right. Um, and so I think embracing that, like, like it's beautiful. And like, just for me walking through, um, pregnancy of just seeing my body transform in so many different ways. Um, you know, it's like, it just makes me appreciate the beauty of the feminine body 10 times more. Cause I'm like, um, you know, just as in mass, it says, this is my body given up for you. Like yeah. that is essentially what a mom is doing is giving up her body. What's what she is doing. Right. Really? <laughs> you know, every woman, um, is physically made that way. Now, whether God calls us all to carry children and be moms and whatever, you know, all sorts of yeah. different things, it's just once again, embracing our uniqueness, but, um, you know, body image, like during pregnancy was hard at first because I just looked like I ate too much cake, you know? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And I know so many other women, you know, struggle with that too, of like, am I going to get back to my pre-pregnancy body? But it's like, no, like it doesn't matter what my body looks like because I'm bringing like a new life back, you know, to oh, her. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, body image, we struggle with it in so many different ways. Um, and I think, just like another way that I've struggled with it is my height. So mm. not necessarily weight, but like my height, I'm six foot tall. And oh, so like, I'm a giant. And so in high school, there was one or two other girls that I was decent friends with, like pretty close. Um, and they were like five ten. So my mm. ish. <laughs> um a lot of my classmates were all like um the ones who played sports with me were all like five seven, five four in that range you know so it's like here I am this giant 
in all of the pictures that we took together and you know like being tall in sports is a good thing yeah um, but you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's just sometimes hard because it's like I can't find pants long enough my feet are so big that I like have to wear old shoe old grandma looking shoes or I have to like pay the extra money for name brand shoes because I can't find anything else you know comfy you know like the smallest of little things that I struggle with body image like you know we can struggle with weight but we can also struggle with our height oh yeah so many things yeah. I mean for me I'm short <laughs> I'm like five three on a good day but, you know so like in that degree I can't relate but I can relate to not being able to reach things living by myself yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and see sometimes I mean those bring up the dumbest insecurities inside of us yeah. Oh, that, right. that makes total sense. Like, I mean, ha- height, weight, anything really. Yeah. It, it's And the thing, you know, one thing that I really want to drive home is, you know, although Christ has redeemed us and he's the one that ultimately like his word matters, yeah. number one, I want to acknowledge that people's words do hurt too. Yes. And I don't know for you, but for me, I've had backhanded comments about, cause like a lot that has to do with my body images, my weight, it just fluctuates so much. And from coaches to just random people commenting on it and making things more noticeable. And honestly, most of the time, I don't think there was ill will, yeah. but when you hear those things and you sit with it and like you're the devil just really wants to yep. take it then because he knows it can get under your skin. Yep. And when you sit in that, you start to believe those lies. Yeah. Like, I have believed these lies for so long. And it's really sad because I will, you know, offer it to Christ, lay it at the foot of the cross and say, you know what, Jesus is like, I cannot mm-hmm. handle almost hating myself yeah. or disliking this part of me or not embracing the the season that I'm in. And which A, strains my relationship with myself and him. Yep. B, go into hiding, like I mentioned before, and C, I'm not being my authentic self. And I shouldn't have to be ashamed of being able to talk about these things. Yep. And I think, uh, you know, both of us have been on Instagram for a while. Yeah. And that's something that I've seen myself evolve over. When I started my page, I didn't show my face. It was yep. just pictures and art and stuff. And then as I grew more confident in my relationship with Christ and myself and understanding that he is the one that validates me, not yeah. the people mm. around me. Yes. That, I mean, there's people who care, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Family, like probably like your husband, like they yeah. want to need yeah. to motivate us, of course, and call us out where we are struggling in a loving yeah. way. But these words, they cut. Mm-hmm. And those are wounds that we need to bring to Jesus. And I don't care if you have to bring it to him 600 times Yep. in the same year. Yep. He wants to know because healing is so important. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that, yeah, we can make those lies identify us. And yeah. these things that society of like, you have to have a six pack to be accepted but or to have a boyfriend or to have a spouse and it's like absolutely not you know like anything we can create all of these little tiny you know just as you said these little tiny lies and we can like you might believe one of them one day and then you know maybe another one the next week and they slowly add up without without you even knowing and then all of a sudden you just feel like you know just come you know you don't feel good about yourself right right? you're just you know you just feel like crap you I, do, and you really do. And yeah. it was crazy because after I tore up my knee to pieces and I was on crutches and it was literally the worst time of my life this past yeah. February, um, I met my amazing boyfriend now and mm-hmm. having him affirm me in the beginning, I could not accept. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm beautiful. Our first date, I was on crutches. You're telling me that <laughs> you, you think yeah. I'm beautiful. And, you know, we build these walls in our head and our hearts yes. because it's a protection method that we came up with to secure ourselves and being like, okay, well, so nobody can hurt me. I'm going to put these walls up and I'm going to be negative. Absolutely. And then we put these walls up and then we try to receive the Lord into our hearts and we can't because we're like, we can't let the Lord affirm us because we are trying to protect ourselves. But it's like, God is good, truth and beautiful, right? Like that's who he is. And so like, that's all he's going to tell us about who we are and who he created us to be. So when we start to put these blinders up of like, I can't let anyone hurt me and I can't, you know, believe what anyone wants to say about me, whether it's good or bad, then we also lose sight of what Christ says about us too. 
you know, and so it's just kind of this internal battle we have to work on of, um, am I going to choose the truth or am I going to choose the negative, you know, um, because I just think, can you imagine if we live in a world where we're all five, seven, we all look the same, you know, we all had blonde hair and blue eyes and nothing else was different. Right. Right. Um, Like how boring would that be? And so it's like, Mm -hmm. we live in a world where, um, you know, even the simplest of things you might struggle with is like, like for me, this is another real small insecurity, but like my hair, it's like thin, I have thin hair. So it's like, I see women with like this thick, long, beautiful, gorgeous hair. And I'm like, I'm so jealous. Like, I just have like stick straight hair. um, And it's like, you know, it's not like super thin, but it's thin. So it's like, you know, the simplest of little stupid things. It's like, why? Like, that's how God created me. Like, this is how he wanted me to look. Or, you know, we might get silly and be like, well, I don't like the look in my nose. Like, you know, just like the simplest of little things that we can get caught up on. Or um, a genetic thing in my family is like a little bit of, I don't know if like a dimple eye is the quite the right way to put it, but like when I smile, my eyelid just like like slightly like indents a little bit, and that's my grandma had it, my dad has it, and I have it, and so it's like, and I'm the only one of my sisters, I think. I gotta go look at pictures of us smiling. Who has it? I love it. <laughs> Why would I get mad at my eye just partially closing when I'm smiling when it's something that you know my grandmother had, and I'm sure even generations back. Yeah. You know? No, I totally get that because, for example, my brother, I love him. He's one of my best friends, but he is the total opposite of me. He has the blue eyes, the blonde hair. He is a, I say he's a very nice gym rep because he's a very nice guy. He doesn't have fit the stereotypes for the angry workout Uh guy. And we're just completely different body composition. And for years I've been like, well, why can't I be like him? Why can't I, you know, first of all, he's a male. (laughs) Hey, but our bodies are just so different. And like, just like our parents, our parents are so different. My dad's six, four, my mom's like five, two or five, three as well. And because society and standards and, you know, all the beauty culture and everything shows you like, this is the way that it needs to be. Our heads automatically go there. Yeah. And it's truly sad because there's so many beautiful things about each and every one of us. And, and sometimes I like ask God, like, why do the negative stand out so much to yeah. us? Like, why is it so hard for us to just look in the mirror and say, yep, this is great and good, just yep. as you wanted it to be? Yeah. It's just mind boggling. And one thing that's so beautiful is recently I started teaching First Communion mm-hmm. and these little, little kids. Yeah. And they just their innocence and seeing like, all they really have to understand is who God is, mm-hmm. that he's good, true, and beautiful, and that the who the Eucharist is, it's him. Yep. And watching them say, yeah, he created me, he loves me. Mm-hmm. And they just accept it. I'm like, I wish and I need to work mm-hmm. on being more childlike. Yeah. And seeing myself in that lens that God sees us as these perfect beings whom he created yep. as we are. And and it's just, it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful to see. Yeah. And I just want to image these kids. It's just gorgeous. <laughs> it is. It is beautiful. Um, yeah. And you even just think of like, you know, a mother um, affirming her, you know, her young children, you know, like, um, you know, we'll see on, you see on Instagram of like the little girls or even the little boys of, you know, just say for a little girl example of like, you know, I'm beautiful or you are beautiful, you know, like yep. the simplest little things that like, we can't even allow ourselves to believe on a daily basis. Um, You know, when my husband and I first met, you know, and he would tell me, you know, that I was beautiful and that he loved me. It was hard for me to accept that because it was like someone, you know, like there's someone here who loves me. Like, it's it's just weird, you know, and like, and it's still weird for me because we're like pretty good into dating. And sometimes he'll say it and like my head goes, no. Yeah. But accepting and, that and allow and receiving it. That's where we you know. is so hard. Yeah. I think I, even like when it's my friends or like they're like, oh my gosh, you look so good. And I like and in, in your head, you replay you putting that outfit on and how like you went through 60 outfits to get mm-hmm. to where you are. Yeah. And you really tried with your makeup, or your hair, whatever it is. And you think about the pain and the suffering that went into it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you look so good. And you're like, really? Yeah. Thanks. And yeah. it's not even like a thanks exclamation point. It's like a thanks question mark because mm-hmm. you're not even affirmed in yourself and acknowledging yeah. the beauty. Yep. Or even like, 
you know, five minutes after I wake up and my hair is a disaster and I like throw it into a hair clip or something and I have like my pajamas on and, you know, I'm uh, like kissing my husband goodbye for the day as he goes to work, you know, um, and he's like, oh, you look so beautiful. And then I go look in the mirror and I'm like, dear Lord, <laughs> you're like, I'm so disheveled, <laughs> yep. you know, and so like receiving that of like, you know, he loves me for no matter what I look like or who I, you know, my body or whatever that is. And it's like, the Lord loves us even more than that, right. you know, and the Lord dwells in who we are even more than any human could, you know, uh, you know, a boyfriend or a, you know, significant other, Yeah. like no one will be able to love us and to affirm us as much as Jesus mm -hmm. and God can. Right. Like, right. And so, the healing process is yeah. it's hard. And I honestly think my whole life, and I kind of think that's still beautiful that my whole life I will struggle with this because it shows that I can heal as I go and I can, I'm still human. Like it's going to happen. And like, I hope someday to be married if that's in God's plans. Like if, if I'm supposed to have children and everything is going to shift. Like, I, you're witnessing it now firsthand. Yeah. And to know that you ultimately are loved by God and then your spouse or whatever season you end up in, it's, I can already tell it's going to be glorious. Yeah. Like yeah. such a gift. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, just getting to walk firsthand, you know, there's so like literally so many changes, not only like life changes, but yeah, body changes, you know, of like, it was, it's been crazy. It's weird. And I'm like, you know, at the time of recording this, just a little bit over halfway there. My our app said like fifty eight percent the other day. Nice. Um, so yeah. in February, when this goes live, will be two months before our due date. But um, it's like, you know, as I continue, you know, the baby continues to grow, which is a beautiful thing. It's like it gets, I know it's going to get harder and harder, and your body will start to ache, and you know things will continue to just change. And so it's like, you know, I have no idea what like the postpartum journey is like like I have no idea I've never done it before slightly nervous but I'm like everyone's like you will learn as you go like that's how that's how it works you will learn your baby every baby is different um and you will also like the recovery period like it'll happen you know like you'll just learn and that's how it goes no that is such a gift and that's how I really try to flip everything on its head it's like what a gift it is to to have these opportunities to learn and grow and struggle mm -hmm. and yeah. be able to recognize, okay, I'm struggling, go to Christ. Yeah. But things are good. And now you're still going to Christ. And then now you soon, and when this yeah. comes up, we'll be able to bring your baby and be like, God, you gave me this baby mm -hmm. and, and I'm so blessed. Yeah. And a lot of it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, so what if I carry a little bit of my, like, you know, quote unquote, baby fat around, right? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> you know, like, literally, it's like, Give that's just life to this earth. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where women start to like, you know, critique their body because they didn't, you know, what is it snap back or um, bounce back? That's the word. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you know, bounce back, you're supposed to be in your pre pregnancy genes three weeks after you have your baby. And I'm like, girl, uh, I don't, well, I can't speak from this either, you know, cause I've never gone through postpartum, but it's like the world sets so much high expectation and we do see women who do, you know, bounce back, but this mm -hmm. is where we come back to the unique uniqueness of the way our bodies are created. 100%. Right. Like there's, you know, some women who might hold on to the weight for a few years and there's some women who might just, you know, slide right back into their genes. Like, right. And I think not getting caught up in that and yes. embracing who you are, you know. Do you have an upcoming Catholic wedding in your calendar, a wedding invitation hanging on your fridge, or even an upcoming wedding shower? Are you wanting to gift them something meaningful that will have a positive impact on your marriage? Look no further. I've created the perfect gift. My bride and groom rosary set is so, so perfect for the Catholic wedding you have coming up. Use code PODCAST for 10% off your purchase. The link is in the show description. Yeah, and with us being in, like, this digital age, you know, yeah. and we have Photoshop and filters mm. and all of these oh, things. Lord, yep. You know, like, that's yeah. a big thing, and I'm a culprit. Hello. Like, I, yes, I love filters. Have I tuned things before? 
absolutely. Like I would not lie about that. And like looking back, it's like, because I was like circa 2020, Fran, uh, I was like, okay, well, I don't like the way my arm looks. So I'm going to adjust it this way and this way. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, it's not authentically me. And, yeah. and then you look at the same as yourself that you fixed up and you're like, okay, great. This, this is ideal. This is where I want to be. And honestly, I started looking at it as like, first of all, it's a lot of pain, but also like Jesus hurts when we are doing these things to ourselves because yeah. we're trying to put on this facade of like, this is who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And this is what, what, what I wish, or I encourage myself to be. Yeah. And it's just a lot of like, not realistic. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Our bodies wouldn't even contort that way. (laughs) We didn't literally do. Yeah, filters are so damaging, and I haven't used them on on my Instagram. Like, I'll use them on pictures that I post on my feed, Um, but like on my stories, I do not use filters at all anymore because they just like, you know, they add like they add it to look. They add like mascara to make it look like you have makeup on or like all these sorts of things. And I'm like, no, like I want to just show up as who I am, whether I have pimples on my face or not, I don't care. Right. Or if my hair is oily or if I look like crap or, you know, what I think looks like crap, whatever, you know, like. Really get what? that. I, for, okay, so like Instagram stories, I used to always like, and sometimes I put just like a fun sun filter on or whatever, but like yeah. I used to always be like, okay, if I stutter, I need to restart. Mm-hmm. If I, uh, like this, I just said, um, like if, if anything happens, restart, like I used to sit there and like Starbucks drive through mm-hmm. and like, okay, restart. Okay. Restart. And I started to question myself like, okay, what is my intention here? Is it to show yeah. that like, I'm got everything down and that everything's perfect and fine. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I really want to sh- start showing more authenticity yeah. and, to show those brokenness because show the brokenness of my life not because uh I'm trying to get pity or like oh friend you're so be-. like no like I'm not searching for that yeah but just showing people that like because there's young girls online you know and mm-hmm. I don't want to set up this this world if they're going to follow me as well and say like oh like I have to do that this way mm-hmm. or else I'll never grow or I'll never yeah. you know fit this image mm-hmm yeah and then you know we put filters on our snapchats and our instagram everything right it mm-hmm. filters i feel like just go on everything then we look in the mirror we're like wait who am i yeah you know we start to create this false image of who we are in our minds of like oh i look like this on the internet because i put filters on but then we like you know go you know go throughout our day looking in the mirror and we're like wow i don't look good like you feel like you just have to like put a filter on in your mind or even something i struggled with is like Oh yeah. Someone will take a picture, you know, yeah. like we'll take a you know picture of me and my husband or whatever picture, family picture, whatever it is. And it's like, then I go look back at it. I'm like, wow, like I was posed weird. Like, you know, it makes me look like my thighs is big or my, you know, my double chin looks like slightly larger than normal or like these mm-hmm. stupid little things or, oh, my face looks chubbier in this angle. I should have, you know, like literally the dumbest little things, right? Like, and then we yeah. need to retake the picture or we won't post the picture or share it because we feel like we look like crap. But it's like, we can't, when we can't even embrace who we are, like, are we ever going to be confident in who God created us to be? Right. right. And it's really, it really goes to show to, you know, when you're going to mass or private prayer, or whatever it is, I mean, you're usually breaking down crying like me, maybe or <laughs> you're, you know, you're truly bringing everything to Christ and it's, and like, it's almost like not fair mm-hmm. to other people to show like, not to show them that. Yeah. Uh, and of course there's boundaries between vulnerability online. And I don't think you need to post every little detail yeah. about everything. Yeah. Um, just because it's unhealthy, yeah. but yeah, just being able to like look at your feed or, you know, the people you hang out with and are they building you up or are they tearing you down? Are they making you uncomfortable? Is the reason you're filtering things so much because, you know, you want to impress a certain crowd or get a certain amount of followers. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not about that. You know, yeah. it's really about who Christ sees you as and yeah. being surrounded by those people who do want to follow in his footsteps. And that's why I love meeting people on Instagram in person. Like, yep. like recently I met a, like an online friend, corporate Catholic, and we did like a in-person podcast recording yeah. and just being able to like, like, you know, like hug her and hug Allison and be like, yeah, 
you know what, this is beautiful. And I get to see your place and how you live. And it just makes everything more real. And you get to see and embrace the person behind everything. And it's just, it means so much more. Mm -hmm. It really does. It does. Yeah. And I think when we go about comparing ourselves to other people Mm -hmm. or comparing ourselves in general and trying to, you know, believing these lies, essentially, then we go and look at someone else and be like, oh, she like, you know, she's got big thighs or, you know, she has tummy mm-hmm. flab, but like, why, who are we to judge someone for what their body is, oh, yeah. right? And sometimes I even struggle with that. I've done a lot better um, mm-hmm. now just, you know, praying with it and working on it myself. But it's like, you know, why, why do I judge a sister in Christ, you know, like who also struggles with body image? Because like we said in the beginning, every woman struggles with this at some point in her life. Yeah. And so it's like, if I can't even recognize my own beauty, then we're not going to be able to see the beauty within other people. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's it's so true. Yeah. It is absolutely so true. Oh, I love this. And it's like, when I was in college, uh, I used to, you know, I didn't party too much, but when I went to like three parties in my college experience, I mean, I remember like, I would go to these parties. One of them was a frat party. It was like my freshman year, first week of school. I was like, yes, I have to try this out. Yep. And like, you know, <laughs> try to, yes. Yep. And when I got there, I remember immediately feeling down on myself because I can't wear crop top or like, oh, that girl's short's really short. And and I just found myself judging every single person because, A, I thought that's where I needed to be. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, if I tear them down in my head. Maybe it'll make myself feel better. No, it doesn't. (laughs) And then I was like criticizing myself. And then it's like, you know, when you start to do that, then I was like questioning modesty and questioning all these things. And it's like, this is why it's also so important. Like you surround yourself with people Mm -hmm. who are going to a hold you accountable. If you tell them you have goals Yep. in in a loving way, of course, if it's toxic, see you later. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like not even just the crowds you keep, but being able to say like, am I po- like, am I being positive towards myself and other people around me? Because if you find yourself nitpicking mm. on other people's body, sometimes you have to reverse it. Look at yourself and say, God, cleanse me where I am wounded mm. and help me love not only myself, but the people and their bodies too. Because yeah. I never would want to hurt someone the way that I've been hurt. Mm-hmm. It's not fun when you're crying in your room by yourself. Yeah. And I would never want to be the reason that that happens with somebody too. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, yeah, I just think words can be great, but words can hurt ourselves like interiorly, but also other people. And so, um, you know, yeah, I do think like, I don't know if this is advice or if it's even helpful or relevant or not, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to come to be, you know, we have to come to know our identity in Christ before you know, we can be loved by anyone and receive, you know, right. affirmation from people, um, you know, and then in turn, as we learn to love ourselves, we learn to love others well, you know, we continue to grow and learn that if, oh, like I am good, like then every, you know, other people are good as well. Right. Like, right. And that's like, love that. you know, it might be seem like silliest of things, but it's like, when we get this distorted vision of who we are, we, we can't, love ourselves or others like you know as much as we can try to love someone else like you know it's not you know the most love we could give because we're holding you know we have this wall that we can't give everything um and so i think coming to know our identity in christ and who he created us to be uh you know you hear the quote be who god meant you to be and you'll set the world on fire yes really that's the simplest of like things we need right (laughs) My go-to line is always John 10, 10. It's really intense. Yep. Like the devil comes to kill, destroy, steal, all those bad things. But he came to give us life, not just to give it, yep. semi-good, but abundantly. Yeah. And ha abundantly. Or That's so- how this podcast came. Was I love it. It's literally my favorite verse. I love yeah. it. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, you read it, it goes from being really ugly, like kill, steal, destroy, to yeah. abundant life. Yeah. And it's like, are we killing, stealing from other people in mm. ourselves? Yeah. Or are we trying to like abundantly love them as Christ loves ourselves and others? Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I really think that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It does. And I think, you know, just 
when we come back to the fact that we have this opportunity at abundant life, you know, like, you know, God came to give us abundant life. And so, you know, we can, you know, like, I don't know how to like phrase this, but you know, our humanness can bring us away from that abundant life. Right. Um, in our brokenness and our sinfulness. And so, um, that's where we need to run to the sacraments, you know, to be in union with Christ and to be forgiven and to receive him. But it's like, you know, why would we turn down the opportunity? And that's something I ask myself when I don't feel like praying. I'm like, why would I turn down the opportunity to be with the creator of my soul and the one who dwells mm-hmm. in me more than anyone yeah. ever could? Um, and kind of like, almost like, like, you know, roasting myself of like, I do that a lot. <laughs> you know, like, try, like motive, it's just, you know, part of ways I can get motivated is why would I, why would I turn God down? Why would I not take an opportunity to recognize God for what he did today? You know? Yes. Um, and that all comes through like, you know, the simplicity of John 10, 10 of like the Lord wants us to have abundant life. And he wants that like so deeply for us, um, which I think is absolutely beautiful because I could just talk about God forever. Cause he's Seriously. so cool. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as we continue to kind of sort of wrap up in a way, yeah. um, do you have any advice for someone who's struggling with body image or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the best advice that I could give is not to be too hard on yourself. Uh, in those moments when you feel most broken, weak, n- non-deserving of love, and, you know, you're picking on these things about yourself and you're looking in the mirror and you're just not loving what you're seeing or, something's bothering anything anything that it turns to be you know run to prayer run to adoration run to christ first yep because you know sometimes we go seeking affirmation elsewhere Mm -hmm. through friends boyfriends husbands even like anybody but are you asking the one who created you to show you the love and the light that like you are and that you deserve yeah. And I struggle with this often too, yeah. like a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. But my advice is like, literally, pick up your Bible, run to adoration, go screaming at Jesus. I don't care if you have to be crying, laying on the floor in front of the Eucharist. Uh-huh. Let it out because yeah. that's the only way you can start healing is when you can admit to yourself that that there's some hurt there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the Lord wants to heal us. Oh, yes. Right. Like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Daunting. And like, how could I tell God that this is what I struggle with or I need healing in this place? Like, you know, let's face it. He already knows. But like, you know, he gives us the opportunity to heal with him and he dwells when we ask him for his help, when we ask and lean on him and embrace our brokenness. That's what we do when we ask the Lord of things is we are saying, Lord, I am broken. Give me the grace to be patient or, you know, all the, all sorts of things we ask the Lord for, Absolutely. um, which I think is huge of, um, yeah, we have this opportunity. So why, why don't we use it? Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So good. Healing is so good. So hard. We're freeing. (laughs) And And it leads to being able to live a life of freedom with Christ. Um, which is worth more than anything, in my opinion, Um, you know, just the freedom of slowly learning to surrender to Christ, Mm. like just living day to day as much as possible without worrying about what's on tomorrow's agenda until the night night before. So I know what's, you know, what times I need to show up places. Right. (laughs) Um, But I think it's just so important that as women, not only do we lift ourselves up with positivity, but other people, Um, you know, like looking in the mirror and speaking out loud affirmations about yourself. Yeah. Like it might seem so silly. I did it. I think so. (laughs) So I need to take my own advice, but like, you know, looking in the mirror and be like, Whitney, you are strong. You are beautiful. Like, and you are you, you are who God created you to be. Right. Look in the mirror smile and laugh and giggle and tell that to yourself and do it every day. And like even write affirmations on sticky notes, put them across your mirror and read them out loud, not inside your head, read them out loud and say, Jesus, today, I believe to believe this about myself, or I choose to believe this about myself, but right. Like Jesus, I choose to believe that I am good. Yeah. And And saying, and saying like, I reject the lie. Yeah. 
that the devil wants me to believe. Yeah. Like that's so powerful too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, it sounds silly. You know, it might sound like a yeah. thing to do, but um, it can be huge. And it's just like um, a podcast interview that I've done recently choosing, you know, we get the choice to choose to have a good day or a bad day, mm-hmm. right? We get to choose to have a good mindset or a bad mindset. You know, someone might make us angry. You know, it could be a family member, a friend or a coworker. Something might make us angry. But like I just, you know, I experience as we all experience anger, you know, like yeah. occasionally throughout our lives. Right. And like just as simplest of things today, like my sister made me mad. And I'm like, OK, Lord, when I get angry, I shut down and I don't want to do anything. So I choose to say, so what? Like, this is my life. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I totally get that. <laughs> like, yeah, although she might have made me angry, like whatever, like I can move yeah, on. And you go. <laughs> the silliest of things too. So I'm like, I'm fine. Like instead of shutting down and getting angry and ruining my day, I can say no, like learning opportunity, moving on. Let's have a good day. And I did. Don't, let, it, don't let the anger root in you. Yeah. 100%. yeah. Anger or even any sort of negative thoughts, right? Like yes. choosing to have. Easier said than done, but I totally agree. Yep. I agree too. <laughs> But it all starts with, yeah, affirming who we are. And, and then from there, we are able to affirm others. Amen. So, just like they say, you can't pour from an empty cup. It's true. Um, it's, very true. it's very true. Like, it's so cliche. We like to say, like, yeah. that word is so overused. <laughs> but we know it's, like, it's so true. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, oh, so good. So, so good. <laughs> every guest, and this can relate to any topic. It doesn't have to relate to the episode. Um, what is one piece of advice that you want every young Catholic woman to know? Oh, <laughs> such a steep question. No, I love it. Um, you know, something that I have been really praying about recently was um, accepting where you are today. Mm-hmm. But if it is something that is not good, being able to get up the next day and make it better. And if it is good to use it as motivation to help others as well. Yeah. I think that is, you know, kind of how you just said about the, we have the choice. We have a choice. Every single day we have a choice. And if we can get out there and share God's love and joy, even if we're in the, not the best space, honestly, like that, that is where I'm at. Yeah. Truly. That's what I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, it is a choice, right? Mm-hmm. Everything in life is a choice. We get the choice yeah. to choose a relationship with Christ or not. I love free will. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like we get to choose if we want yeah. Pizza Hut or Dairy Queen or we get to choose what we want for supper or like God didn't give us this like we only get potatoes and bread and that's it. Like, right. We have so many choices and we know there's this some statistic that you make how many thousands upon millions of choices in a day or decisions in a day, right? Like, so many. <laughs> what should I eat for breakfast? Do I want water? Or should I go to the bathroom? Or like, I want to spawn. Yeah, actually, like literally. And so it's like, you know, all comes down to the one choice of saying yes to the Lord. And yes. then from there, when we can give God our yes throughout any circumstance, like that's when abundant life will come 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 to life right that's when it will come to fruition um to the best of its ability when we can just allow the lord to do as he wills um and giving him our yes and choosing yes i choose to live with christ and not yes i choose to live with christ but you know like all the ifs ands and but 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 yeah i'll do it right (laughs) yeah so Amen to this conversation. It's been Thanks so for fun. having me. This was yeah. so fun. I love yeah. this. I love it. So um, before we leave, would, yes. uh, where can people find you on social media? Or yes. It's really chill. It's just my first and last name, Francesca Santelli with like an underscore. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. I just made it myself because I'm like, how, how much more identity could I be than <laughs> my name? Yep. <laughs> so yep. yeah, come on, man. It's great. Love that. Yep. Her Instagram will be in the episode description. So go um, check her out. Go follow mm-hmm. along. Um, so yeah, thank you for thank joining you. me. Oh my so gosh, fun. this is great. Yes, yeah. thank you. And thanks everybody for listening. Yes, absolutely. Hey girl, we've made it to the end of this episode of the Abundantly Yours podcast. If this episode touched your heart in any way, I would be so thankful if you could head on over to subscribe and leave me a review. 
That way, you'll never miss another episode. Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at abundantly.yours for more. See you next time.